0: Welcome into Bill's night digital Maddie Glab here with Bill's insider Chris Brown and the Buffalo Bills had a beatdown against the New England Patriots 47 to 17. That means the Buffalo Bills are moving on in the playoffs and the New England Patriots bye bye. They are going home five passing touchdowns by Josh Allen. That is a record in the playoffs in Buffalo Bills history. Uh, 482 total yards of offense. Domination Station Highmark Heroes, whatever you want to call this team. They did it all tonight. It was so much fun to watch from the first drive of the game to the last possession of the game. They had their feet on the gas.
1: Yeah, and you and I talked about it in Bill's Field Pass in the pregame show, Maddie. Two teams going in two different directions at the end of the regular season. And I think we felt like that momentum was going to carry over here into the postseason. And, man, did it. I don't know if any of us expected it to happen to quite this degree. But Patriots lose three of their last four. They've got injury problems. They've looked slow on defense. Their defense had been slipping after being one of the top units in the league. They just did not have it tonight. They looked slow. And the Bills were just playing at another level and another speed, and they simply could not match it.
0: And it was obvious on the sideline, Bills' sideline. They were hyped. They were turned up throughout the entire game. The Patriots' sideline from the beginning of the game, at least into the first couple of drives, they looked kind of done with the game already. They looked cold. They didn't look like they were in it. It was obvious to see whose game it was. It was the Buffalo Bills' game from the beginning of the start. When they blew the whistle to start the game, it was the Buffalo Bills all the way. We are going to hear from several players tonight. Jerry Hughes and Harrison Phillips are in the Zoom room or answering some questions from some of our reporters. So here they are.
2: It felt amazing just on the stage that it was done on, you know, a home playoff game here with our fans, you know, with the mafia up in the stands cheering. Being crazy, being what they are, you know, the best fans in the NFL, it felt amazing to actually have that opportunity to be here. These guys have done a fantastic job. Our offense, you know, the rest of the team, D line, our secondary has been amazing all year. So for us to get this opportunity and to come out here and play Buffalo Bills football like we know he did, it feels great. We're going to enjoy this tonight. Say
3: that again. Say that again. Have either one of you guys ever played in the football game? And your
4: offense scored a touchdown every possession? No. Uh, that sounds like some Pop Warner stuff. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah.
2: I was going to say, it doesn't Understand. sound like, you know, it's unfeasible just because we got Josh Allen, but no, nah, this is probably the first time You're, for me. You, so. you probably did it on Madden a couple times. I mean, I, I probably watched He's my He's pretty kid good on with, the sticks. No, my kid does it all the time with Josh, man. You were out
5: there for quite a while after the game. You were a little bit emotional with the fans. Yeah. Why
4: was that? Uh, I mean, You guys have known this is the first time we were able to do this in a really, really long time. And, uh, you know, just really uh, one thing I've really been trying to do this year is just smell the roses and, like, live in the moment a a little bit. And so after the game, um, you know, after we did our team prayer there on the field, just took an extra breath and walked around that stadium one more time. Not, you know, how much it means to us, but also the fans that are there. And, uh, you know, these are rare to to come by, you know. It's not promised that you can play at home in front of these fans. And, um, yeah, you know, just really wanted to, to live in the moment and take this in as a, Something that we'll remember for the rest of our careers, our lives. It ended up being a
5: 30 point game, but the play Micah made for the interception, what what did you see? What did you think about that play?
2: Micah being Micah, being the all pro, Pro Bowl player, all world that we know he could be. You know, um, we put him in the post for a reason. You know, we always have that defensive mindset of bend, don't break. We don't want you to get in the red zone, but if you do, we're going to make it tough as hell for you to score. And so we know what kind of secondary we got. And so what we see. Micah making these plays on these days, we see him do it all the time in practice. So I'm just happy that he was able to get that ball and then almost score on the uh, punt play. I mean, <laughs> he's a phenomenal guy. I mean, he's having a, a phenomenal year. Just wanted him to hit that triangle button, pick up those feet, that's about it, man. That would have been amazing.
6: Jerry, not wanting to bring up, as, as much as I don't want to bring up that 14-10 loss here, but the fact that what, how much was that in the back of your mind, knowing that they beat you here, and, and, and taking the, the, this out on them after what happened, like, back December 6th? You
2: know, it, it was a little bit on my mind, but I think the real thing was just the disrespect Poirier and Mike had got coming in here, you know, talking to everyone about football, you know, and how we do things. And so I, I felt like a lot of people on this team noticed that, you know, throughout the year there's a lot of disrespect coming towards our defense. And so we felt like the only way to shut people up is to go out there and play football and let you guys sit and watch and talk, you know? And that's what we're doing right now, playing football.
6: So on that point, so you've done that on the defensive side, how you've really rounded into form, because you had had trouble dealing with the run game at times this year, combined with what you just talked about, what you saw on offense and how they have rounded into form. Yeah, it's
2: an 18-game season. Everybody has ups and downs, ebbs and flows of a football game. There's no way you can predict a winner when you go out there and play a football game. This is the National Football League. Everybody has an opportunity to win a football game. So for us to go out there and play, we go out there and play. You guys talk and we listen to it. We hear, we hear the chirps and then we go out there and play some more. So what we do, we play football. We let you guys talk about how we play football. And if we don't like it, then we continue to play a lot harder. I understand that yeah.
6: completely. How do you feel you're playing now as a team, factoring in all of what I just described we at won this point game. in the postseason? We won the game and
2: that's fun. We're, we're going to have fun with winning the game, winning tonight. Then we're worried about who we got to play next.
0: All right, Jerry Hughes and Harrison Phillips, and they played a factor in this one as well. What did you see out of the Buffalo Bills defense? How were they able to impact the game? Damian Harris, the first two meetings against the Patriots, he goes over 100 rushing yards. He was held to 30 rushing yards tonight. So how are the Buffalo Bills defense able to kind of scheme up and limit him and also limit the Patriots to just 17 points? Yeah,
1: they did a great job in the run front, especially the corners. Corners on, in this defensive scheme have to be good run support corners. I thought Dane Jackson set the tone. First run play of the game, he's got to stick his shoulder in there and Stone, Damian Harris, and he did. He holds him to a two-yard gain. Then they get another stop, and now it's third and seven. And that is the key to getting the Patriots out of their formula for winning. It's run the ball, control the clock, use play-action pass to mix it in and stay ahead of the sticks and finish drives with points. When you put them in third and long, it puts undue pressure on Mac Jones, who, to his credit, did not play a poor game tonight. Mm-hmm. But putting that burden on a rookie quarterback in this kind of environment against that kind caliber of defense, it's very hard to win a football game that way the way the Patriots are constructed. And then their defense just completely let them down tonight with maybe their worst performance of the season.
0: Yeah, rookie quarterbacks have a tough time when they're in the playoffs. They are two of eight as starters in the playoffs. 2010 going into this game mac jones did have a good game uh threw for over 230 passing yards but it wasn't enough to get the win so buffalo bills 47 to 17 is the final score we're going to hear from some more of our players jordan poyer and micah hyde are at the podium right now uh, how bad do you uh, want to get to so the really end zone good.
4: on that one? Oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one hurt uh Man, I wish I had that back. I I would have jumped over him or or something, but, yeah, I wouldn't hurt him. Did you want to take
3: us through the the interception?
4: Because it was kind of an amazing play. Um, They they ran a double move on the outside. Um, I saw the quarterback kind of staring. I got a late jump on it, honestly. Um, I felt like I could have got an earlier jump. I didn't believe it right away. Um, But when I knew he was throwing, I just put my head down and started running. And, you know, I thought the ball was going to be – at the receiver, and I just looked up at the last second, and the ball was there, um, and so was able to make a play on it. Hell of a play! Long
3: way You just scored, and then you prevent a score. Did it feel like right at that moment that was kind of a pivotal point right there because they couldn't
4: answer you with score? I mean, I guess looking back, probably yeah, possibly because um, they're at scoring range. Yeah, that you know that play if they were able to convert and score a touchdown, it would have been seven-seven, obviously. Uh, um different ball game. So, you know, anytime we get red zone takeaways, I don't even know that it was I don't even know if the ball was in the red zone to start, um, but it was close to the end zone. Anytime we get takeaways, it's big.
6: Jordan had converted two third and longs on that drive before Micah made that play. From your vantage point, just how big was it and what did you see from, from Micah on
7: that play? I told him on the sideline I that might have been the most unbelievable play I've ever seen <laughs> on the field. I mean, I, I was playing man on tight end, he ran a drag and I saw Mac throw the ball in the air. And, I mean, uh, it looked like the receiver had maybe a step, but, you know, Micah was there and just made an unbelievable play. Um, like I said, probably one of the best plays I had ever seen on the field. Micah,
5: the defense had a great night. The offense had the ball seven times and scored seven touchdowns. Have you ever seen anything
4: like that? Uh, I've been a part of a few games like that. I don't know if I'm in the playoffs, uh, but I've been a part of a few games like that, you know, especially in uh, my my past team, former team, um, and that was just remarkable. That's what our offense does, man. They, you know, we go against each other in practice. They talk a lot of junk to us. We remind them how we finish the year. Um, you know, we go back and forth, but I th- think at the end of the day, we're competing. They make us better, we make them better, and, and you know, we know what they're capable of doing. So
6: Mike, along those lines, I mean, we hear the terms complimentary football. How complimentary is the football you're playing right now? What did tonight show uh, on both
4: sides of the ball? Um, you know, I think if you look it up in the dictionary, it's going to show that game that we just played. That's that's uh, that's what we preach. Um, you know, offense, scoring points, defense, feeding the offense, special teams, field position, uh, making big plays, big hits. Um, you know, that's that's what we preach, and we're able to do it.
6: The
4: last time you guys played these, this game, think, kind of tense in this room after that game. Boy, it was, was it! It's was it? Was it? Went viral. <laughs> ah, yeah.
6: How opposite
7: is this feeling versus that? Right? Um, it's a better feeling, I'll tell you that. A lot better feeling. Um, obviously, you know, winning the game, uh, playoff game um, at home. Uh, it's a great
4: feeling. Does anybody remember what I said walking off? Yeah. Not over there, right here. Yeah. I said I would remember that. Then why
6: are you asking us if we remember?
4: You're <laughs> supposed to remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember. remember.
6: you guys see off of that at all? I mean,
4: that Of game.
7: course. For that, game? that, game, that first game? I mean, I think, uh, I don't think that either of those games meant anything coming into this game. Um, you know, we just wanted to go out there and be us, execute at a high level. Um, you know, we felt coming in we were the better team, and that's, you know, that's what we showed tonight. So, um, you know, hats off to the offense, special teams, uh, defense play well. Like you said, it's complimentary football all the way around.
5: What did you guys do to celebrate being named All Pro? Say it again. I'm for sorry. Both of you to be named all-pro. How did you guys celebrate that?
4: Watch film. Watch film. Got back to work. I'd
3: like to give the history, and you guys certainly weren't here for all of it. But um, to beat that team, to eliminate that team, does it mean anything more to the Buffalo Bills than beating that
4: team? <clears throat> Um. Yeah, obviously, playing a team three times is tough. It, it doesn't matter what the division team, divisional team is. It's, it's always hard to play a team three times. <clears throat> and to come get a get a win in the first round of playoffs at home, that's big, that's huge. Um you know, obviously, it didn't matter who we played. we were going to try to come out and dominate. Um, and I, but I think it's big for the people in this community and people around here um, to to be a part of that game against that opponent, just because you know we know the history and, and what's happened you know for the last 20 plus years. So um, you know we just wanted to come out here and, and play our game. It wasn't about you know exact uh, opponent. We just understood that playing a team three times and stuff
3: every other team you've already played this year does that help you
7: it's a new season you know i mean obviously maybe uh you get a feel of some of the guys that they have but you know it's a, it's a whole brand new season um got to prepare whichever team we see um you know got to prepare prepare extremely well uh, at what point in
4: I, th- I mean, honestly, <clears throat> you know, I think Sean approached the team a couple of weeks ago and said, you know, this is going to have to be playoff football. Um, we're playing game game to game. Uh, we got to go out there and play our best and get wins. Um, and obviously, we we're able to do that the last couple of weeks. Um, so I don't even think it really started in this game. I just think the the mindset that we've had the last couple of weeks, and then <clears throat> obviously getting into this game and and feeding off each other. Um, you know, just kind of that back, back against the wall mentality, and, and we were able to do that a couple weeks ago
0: to definitely remember how it was the last time they played the Patriots at Highmark Stadium they let let up quite a few rushing yards not the case tonight they only allow 89 rushing yards from the Patriots the Buffalo Bills rushed for 174 yards 482 total yards and that Micah Hyde interception was so impressive to start the game I mean talk about giving the momentum all to the Buffalo Bills right there with that interception but was there another facet of the game that really impressed you
1: that that was the turning point of the game because it's seven nothing and as impressive as the bills were on their opening drive here come the patriots on the ensuing possession trying to tie the football game and from my vantage point i'm thinking oh he's got him beat it's a touchdown and micah comes out of nowhere and makes <laughs> an over the ball. shoulder catch that looked like willie mays in the 54 mm-hmm. world series that everybody has seen on black and white even if you're younger than not old enough to have lived to see it live. Uh, that's how amazing that play was. Um, you heard Jordan Poyer say it's the most amazing play he's seen on a football field live. And the guy's played the game since he's six years old uh, at all levels. So it was an unbelievable play. And for the offense to step back on the field, march 80 yards in 10 plays and put another seven on the board. Now it's 14 nothing, And we talked about it, Maddie, on field pass. Early lead, yep. you get up, you pull them out of their game plan, you have them right where you want them because this defense is designed to stop the pass.
0: Yep. I remember looking up the scoreboard. It was 27 to nothing at some point in the first half, and I was thinking, where is this game headed? Are the Patriots even going to score 47 total points by the Buffalo Bills offense? And part of that was because of the offensive line and the way that they were able to pass block and run block for their weapons. So let's send it over to Mitch Morse and Deion Dodd.
8: No, no, no. I felt, I felt his hand of on my on uh, my back telling me to go faster. So I just tried to. I don't know. When you're in space, half of it's just running as fast as you can and hoping everything works out. And for the most part, it did in that play.
5: Dion, that game was no punts, no field goals, no turnovers, <clears throat> seven drives, seven touchdowns. It's never been done in the NFL before. Yeah. Whoops. What do you say after that performance by your offense? Op-
9: you know uh it's a reflection of the entire building honestly um we have a special special group special unit and um it doesn't happen every every week and uh we understand it and uh and we take it for and what it is you know and we'll pat ourselves on the back and we'll and keep it pushing because you know hey blessed to to do it all like all smiles but shoot. That is, that is hard. That's hard.
5: I know you set goals, like game goals and yeah. all that. Like, did this exceed all of, I mean, wouldn't it have exceeded what you would have set as goals?
9: And we're definitely proud of ourselves, um, but, <laughs> hey, it is and what it is, and we're definitely proud, but um, next week is another week, and uh, all the credit goes to the quarterback and the guys calling the uh, calls, And uh, and my dog Mitch held it down, you know, and we had a a rookie get his touchdown, his first touchdown, and um, it's a it's a great day for the fan base, for us as a Buffalo Bill player and uh, as an organization.
3: Yeah, so you're longer than Mitch, obviously. Yeah. You played them six times, and lost to them. So to beat that team on this stage, did that mean more to you because of the history between Bills Patriots?
9: You know, I let all of the stuff in the past go. You know, um, any time that we can get a win. Every team team is different. Like as you know, um, of course, it's a it's a deeper feeling that the times have definitely changed. But um, I'm happy to get a win with the unit of guys that I'm out there with on the football field.
0: Mitch, this is now the fourth straight game that you guys haven't allowed a sack. Just how much confidence do you guys have as a unit, and you know, maybe finally having that consistency <clears throat> after all the shuffling around and. Um, adversity
8: that you guys face as a group? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, you kind of have to go through that adversity uh, throughout the season to come out in the end. I mean, you can go one of two ways. You can fold or kind of figure it out on the fly. Um, we understand every week is different. Um, you know, it's nothing we're going to hang our hat on. We're very proud, like you said, uh, to keep Josh upright. Um, Because when you give him opportunities to make plays, he will make plays. Uh, So it comes down to communication, Uh, you know, from guys like Dion through everyone on the same page. I think that plays a big role. Um, Keep no secrets out there. And then when it comes to just one-on-ones, doing the best you can with the techniques you're taught and uh, go from there. How confident are you in the way
6: this offense is like? Are you guys clearly, like you just said, found some answers up front? The running game is a What Josh can do with his feet, what he's capable of doing through the air in the passing game. How well is this offense playing, and how confident
8: are you at this point? Yeah, I think for us, it's just about executing uh, the game plans, the play callers. Like like Dion said, we have to give a lot of kudos to the coaches and putting us in positions with their play calling and keeping us ahead of you know, some third and longs. Um, <clears throat> every week is different. Mm-hmm. Every game plan is different. Um, so, for us, it's really just trying to – you know, in the playoffs, it's easy to say it's a one-week season, but I think we've kind of adopted that mindset the last half of the season, especially the last quarter of it. And when you don't look too far ahead and you learn from your mistakes from the past, but you don't linger on them, uh, you, you put yourself in a position to learn and uh, keep getting better.
9: You uh, have a thought on that? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to just – and get back to it. Like, it is an extremely special unit, man. and. <coughs> I don't really think that, uh and it sucks that the world can't feel what we feel. But it's a special unit. Like, like we got guys that have been kicked when they were down,
7: mm-hmm.
9: and just kept on going. And the 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 number one person that I could think of is 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 Motor. You know, like in the beginning of of the season, guys were bashing them, bash, bash, bash. All oh, the running game, all oh, the old line. Da 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 da. Motor just kept his head up. He kept his his feet going, and, and now everybody's like, oh, motor this, motor that. And, uh, and that just shows that we have a special unit of guys that know how to take bullets and take shots and, uh, and, and take blows and stand tall, throw, like, through them all. And a uh, special unit, man, truly a special unit. And uh, this is just, you know, testament one, you know. And we got our first battle done, and we're off to battle n- number two.
3: Been super sure to stay in tonight and, and the previous game in England, can he play any better? He has these last two games against
8: them. I think if you ask him he would say yes um, for for an offensive lineman' I'm, I'm not the best at analyzing quarterback play because I don't know reads. I don't know what's going on um, he kept us uh, in great positions he was smart with the football. He was a great leader, very encouraging. Um, I think I can only speak on behalf of this. Josh Allen as the leader, and uh, he's been exceptional through the ebbs and flows of the season, through the ebbs and flows of these games. Uh, it just happens that these the last two games against a tremendous team that we had talked about and that we have a lot of respect for, um, yeah, it makes it pretty special. But I think the great thing about Josh is if you ask if he's been playing perfectly, he'd say absolutely not, and that's mm-hmm. what makes him who he is. Baby, new
10: baby all six
8: days. Yeah, it was um, an emotional roller coaster to say the least. I had guys in my O line room, like you said, exceptional group of guys, professionals, um, picked me up, gave me a lot of kudos and stuff. And like, you know, it was fun. It was just professionally and personally it was a fantastic six days. Um, it's been a blessing and we're looking forward to continuing uh to compete and uh my family will be fine just looking forward to competing
0: All right, so Mitch Morris wins the AFC East, then he has a new kid, and now he is moving on in the playoffs. Quite a week for him, an (laughs) exciting time to be a part of the Morris family, an exciting time to be a part of the Buffalo Bills offensive line group. And thanks to them, Josh Allen had another great game. He completed 84% of his passes for over 300 yards. Five touchdowns, almost a perfect passer rating. Why was he so on point tonight, Chris?
1: He had time to throw. The pass rush for New England was absent. Now, in the last meeting, we thought that was due in part to the fact that they were worried about him running. And at the beginning of this game, he rips off a long 26-yard run. And as soon as he did that, the Patriots backed off. They said, let's just stay in the rush lanes. And the problem with that was – you compromised your coverage on the back end. They were shorthanded back there. They were missing a starting corner, a reserve corner. Another guy was dinged up. Dante Hightower was playing hurt at the second level at linebacker. You give Josh Allen time against a slow back seven defense, he is going to carve you up. Maddie, he had more touchdowns than incompletions tonight. (laughs) Five touchdowns, four incompletions. And the Bills had more touchdown drives, seven, then they had third-down conversions, six. So it was efficiency to a degree we have not seen. Hopefully this continues. It's going to be very hard to duplicate this performance, but if the Bills have saved this kind of football for the postseason, we're in for a long ride here.
0: Sign me up. <laughs> Josh Allen and Devin Singletary are on the podium right now. Let's send it to them.
10: Devin, um, if you could start there. I mean, Dion was just talking about, you know, you getting bashed. You know, struggles were happening
6: early on in the season. What was that like for you?
11: It comes with the game. There's always going to be people talking if you're doing good or if you're doing bad. So, either way, you got to work. So, yeah.
3: Well, what, is, what, really, what has changed in the way you guys are executing? Them? It just seems like now you've got to increase. If you're taking it more north-south, than maybe you had Previously.
11: Is that is that what we're looking at with how you've run the ball so much better the last whatever five games? Um really it comes down, you know, Dave Wall is, you know, dialing it up. <laughs> He's dialing it up. Um and the guys up front, man, like like Dion was saying, it's a great it's a great group, great unit. They're getting a lot of push and, and not only the guys up front. You know, the, the receivers are getting in on it. The tight ends are getting in on it. So, so all that helps, man. All that helps, all that plays a part. And, and that's really what it came down to, What comes down to.
8: Devin, you're, the longer
6: of your touchdown runs, I'm getting confused in the order, but what did you see on that play when you bounced it outside?
11: Uh, just
6: walk us through that
11: play? Yeah, man, um, Reg made a good block. And then um, I seen the safety coming down. Um, and then I seen Isaiah a little dirty. He had a great block. Once he once he did that, I'm like, oh, I, I got a chance to bounce it outside, and, and that's how it played out. Josh,
10: why is it that you struggle so much in the cold weather? <laughs>
12: it's
11: just cold. <laughs> I don't
12: know. Good question.
10: Can you can you just give us an overview of your night and how it unfolded for you? As things from our standpoint, I know it's uh, it looked easy. You made it look easy tonight. I know it wasn't, but how do, how does this? How does a seven-possession, seven-touchdown game shake
12: out? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously we know this team pretty well. It's the third time we've played them. Uh, that's 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 a good team we just played. Um, and the way we came out and executed was good to see, but I think it just kind of goes back to the last week of practice that we had. Guys were dialed in. Uh, we practiced hard. We put together a really good game plan. Dable um they will lit it up just the play calling and our guys went out there and made some plays you see motor catch a check down and drag two or three guys and get first downs gabe davis makes an unbelievable catch across his body dawson Knox there late and then getting tommy doyle a touchdown that was that was pretty fun so guys were locked in we had a lot of different play calls tonight um but at the end of the day we went out there and executed and um i again, I think it just kind of goes back to how we practiced this week and what we prepared to do.
6: You know, along those lines, I mean, you know, we know what you can do through the air, what you can do with your feet, but we've talked about this, the emergence of Devin, the running game, the offensive line, what's happened there. How critical is that
12: to being able to put on the type of dominating performance that you did in such a big game tonight? Yeah, when, when teams want to try to play that too high look and we're able to hand it to Motor and he's making guys miss and dragging guys and getting seven, eight yards on first down, just the efficiency that it brings you. And again, we, we, we have this concept that we like to call playing in the green and um, skipping some third downs. And again, when you're able to hand the ball off and skip for, skip third downs, um, you're typically gonna have success. And um, again, I, I, I've said this over and over, you look at Motor every single play. I, I, I dare you guys to watch it. Just the amount of effort that he puts in, whether he's getting the ball or he's not, working downfield, make it, making an extra block, picking guys up off the ground. Um, that pays dividends, like it it does. He does things the right way, and you're seeing things come to fruition because of how he approaches the game.
6: Between Josh, Josh, Dawson and Devin, came in together as third-round picks, really all season, but especially tonight to see the way that they've emerged. How big has that been for this offense overall?
12: It's been huge, you know. Uh, especially going forward, we're gonna need everybody going forward, offense, defense, special teams, coaching staff. Um, again, I'm sitting there in the the third, fourth quarter, and just like, you know. Abel and, and Leslie, I know that they've got some opportunities coming up here right now, and um, things can be different. It's, it's an opportunity right in front of us right now. So um, we're going to need everybody going forward, guys pulling in one, one direction. And we obviously, we don't know who we play next week, but uh, whoever it is, got to put together a good, a good game plan and have a really good week of preparation and go out there and try to execute again.
5: Josh, what does what it mean for you, mean what is your thoughts on what it means to the community to have that type of a performance? against the New England Patriots given what all that team has been able to accomplish over the last
12: 20 years. Yeah, I mean, um, it feels good for the fans and I know that and I'm glad we could give that to them. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a playoff game that we advanced on and um, doesn't matter what we did this week or last week or the week before. What matters is what we do going forward. and. Again, we'll find out who we play tomorrow. But uh, whoever it is, got to, like I said, put together a good game plan and have a really good week of practice and uh, try to execute and, and find another way to win. Hey, Josh, we've
5: seen you throw a lot of touchdowns. The first one seemed kind of unique. What,
12: what were you when you threw it up to Dawson? Uh, you, <laughs> that's what I was trying to do, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I, I thought I threw the ball away. Um, I... He made an unbelievable play, but I got hit and I got up and I I was going back to the huddle. And I know it was—I think it was third down. Um, So as I was going back to that, I was like going off the field basically, and everybody's celebrating. I had no idea what was going on because I still—and I sat down. I go, "What happened?" Nobody could tell me an explanation. I hadn't seen the video on the screen yet, and like it just—it took about three and a half, four minutes for them finally put it up on the screen after we kicked the PAT. I was like, "Holy crap!" I did not. Not mean for that to happen, but Dawson was in the right place at the right time and made an unbelievable play.
6: So on that specific play, you had 10 seconds to throw. And they said on the broadcast that that is the most time a quarterback has had all season to throw a touchdown pass. So obviously you just said you didn't plan on doing that, but how good has the offensive line been these last couple weeks?
12: They've been fantastic. And um, the communications there, the attention to detail in practice, and the protection game when we're doing our walkthrough stuff guys are just dialed in um but they're just they're communicating very well and they care about each other and they don't want to let each other down and they don't want to let this team down and um again we're going to need everybody going forward including them and uh they're they're what's making our heart beat right now uh, just being able to follow them and trust that protection's holding up and able to get the the ball in the hands of uh, guys like motor and our skill guys and they're making some unbelievable plays and um, again, we got to continue to find ways. So Josh,
6: when that happens, when you think you're throwing the ball away, it's a touchdown, is there at least a part of you that says maybe tonight's our night?
12: For sure, for sure, yeah.
0: Josh, Josh what does it charity. say about this offense, the fact that you guys, especially in this game, you found so many different ways to get it done and so many different guys. I mean, Tommy Doyle has a the touchdown there. Just what does it say about this unit moving forward through the rest yeah, of the
12: season? Yeah, well, postseason? I'm sick for Emmanuel Sanders because he's played – 100 years in this league, and tonight, tonight was his first playoff touchdown. Tommy Doyle plays one game and gets a touchdown. He's a freaking lineman, so it um, sucks for him. But you know, I'm glad. I'm glad E's first touchdown was with us. And uh, again, that's just another guy, though. He's he's had an up and down year with some injuries, and um, just put his head down and work, And he's a vet guy. He doesn't care how he gets job the job done. But I told him, I go, the, if you watch that 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 drive too. I think two plays earlier, he's out on the edge and he's making an unbelievable block for little, little dirty. So I went up to him right when that happened. I go, I, like I dapped him up obviously, and then two plays later he catches a touchdown like that. And um, just a guy that stays ready. He knows his role. He knows his job, and he makes a big play when it's there for him. And uh, I think that's just kind of the mantra of this team. Guys that are just willing to do what it takes to win, and when their opportunity there, they're going to make the make the play. Yeah.
7: You were without a manual last couple of weeks. You were without a couple guys against the Patriots the last time around. What did it mean having your full complement of receivers back with you today and, and going out
12: there and having a successful night? Yeah, um, I mean we just got a lot of guys that can do so many different things, and um, when you have everybody out there and you're able to run the ball, you're able to kind of work in some quick game and some play action. It just kind of opens everything up, and again, guys made some unbelievable plays tonight. Um, passing, blocking, rushing. Our defense played fantastic again. Um, and but again, like it was great, fantastic, whatever it is, it, it's over with. We got to turn our attention to whoever we're playing tomorrow. We'll celebrate this one and enjoy this one today and tonight. Um, but again, we got to turn our attention towards whoever we play and get ready for another one.
6: Josh Tim's question, I think, was on point up the top, but in all seriousness your preparations for the cold tonight. You know, we heard sleeves, no sleeves, whatever before the talk about, I guess. How you made the decision that you obviously look pretty comfortable out there. You know, how you felt and just dealt with the elements?
12: Well, I went pregame and it was it was cold. So <laughs> I, I don't like playing with sleeves. Um, I'm typically kind of old school quarterback type mentality and football mentality, but doesn't help if you're too cold, you know. So um, throw them on. It was a different shirt than I I'd, I'd seen. Mitch had it and I, I wanted it and put it on and worked out. It was his shirt. Two more. No, no, I just I saw that he was wearing the same shirt, and I didn't know that we had those back in the equipment room. So I asked Jeff, our equipment manager, who was fantastic tonight, getting guys ready in preparation and the heated benches and all that stuff. Um, our whole EQ staff, they're on top of it. Um, they're the best in the league, so I'm glad we have them too. Did
3: you have to share a word with Mac Jones after the game?
12: Yeah, I mean, again, I, I'll keep that private between, between me and him, but uh, he's a heck of a player.
3: Josh, you said for the last four to five
5: weeks, the team has been in playoff. Has had a playoff mindset. How much of that helped going into this game and with what you were able to do
12: today? Uh, I mean, um, when you when you're going into every game with a win or go home mentality, and that's really what we've been, what we've had in the last few weeks. Um, just the attention to detail in practice, guys are more attentive. Uh, the urgency is there, uh, and you're seeing us, you know, play better because of it. And um, again, we're going to need that same mentality this week. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, guys. Good.
0: Alright, Josh Allen and Motor Singletary and I've got to give kudos to Motor Singletary. I mean, 81 rushing yards. It's his fifth straight game with at least one rushing touchdown. This guy has had a wonderful end to the season and he is bringing it right into the playoffs. He is someone who works so hard, always has such a good attitude, whether it was the beginning of the season when he wasn't doing much to right now at the end of the season in the playoffs when he is a big part of this offense. Now, Chris, what have you you seen from him in terms of how he's been able to get going towards the end of the season and now right into the playoffs? Well,
1: he's he's taken advantage of opposing defenses playing light boxes. If they're going to back people off and not give you anything cheap or deep, they're pulling people back. That leaves the box light. And earlier in the season, the Bills couldn't run successfully against six or seven-man boxes. Now they are. And Singletary is exploiting that to the point where the the opposing defense is like, all right, right, well, what do we do now? we got to stop the run because he's breaking off seven, eight-yard runs and moving the sticks. Well, we got to stop that now. And then you're playing single high safety, and now the receivers are winning and Josh is killing you with, you know, 30- and 40-yard passes. There is no answer when the offense can click the way that it has and be two-dimensional. That's the biggest issue here. And and the thing that's amazing to me is how well they're running the ball – In the red zone, it is very hard to run down there. And Josh used to be the the equalizing Mm -hmm. factor with the way he could run down there. But now Singletary is doing it. As you mentioned, he scored in each of the last five games. He's got seven rushing touchdowns (laughs) in the last five games. And, Maddie, here's the thing that stands out to me above any other statistic tonight, okay? The Buffalo Bills went six for six in In the the red red zone zone tonight against the number two red zone defense in football. Six for six. It's amazing.
0: Absolutely incredible. I hope this can be consistent throughout the rest of the playoffs. I don't know if they can actually copy what they did tonight, but I believe that they can keep what's hot. They can keep it going into the next round of the playoffs. But let's keep it going on some of the player interviews. We've got Tremaine Edmonds and Dawson Knox answering questions from the media right now.
13: Yeah, I mean, so it's just another scramble drill. Um, We know how – many incredible plays he's made on the move this year. Um, And so I was just kind of moving around in the back of the end zone, looking at him um, and he threw the ball up, and I thought he was throwing it to me. Um, And I was like, wait, I can get this one. Um, Thankfully caught it, celebrated, got to the sideline. I was like, thanks, man. Thanks for throwing it up, giving me a chance. And he was like, I meant to throw it away. (laughs) I was like, all right. But, uh, you know, it just worked out for us. I mean, obviously, the plays that he's made all year is just incredible. I think his passer rating was like almost perfect tonight. It's insane. So it was fun. Tremaine's uh, run defense has been
4: something
10: that's been heavily criticized all season. Coming in with like 89 yards against the Patriots. Have, did that light a
14: fire under you guys? Uh, definitely did. Uh, obviously, you know, it was something that we wanted to put emphasis towards. Uh, I mean, we worked hard all week. And, uh, you know, credit goes out to the guys, man. Nobody ever folded. You know, no matter how much criticism we may have gotten, nobody ever folded, man. We knew what the, what the goal was. And, you know, we just kept chopping. Uh, we kept coming out of practice, man, kept wanting to get better, kept using our fundamentals, man. And, you know, we put emphasis towards it. And uh, just to see guys step up, to see guys, you know, take ownership in that, man. I mean, you know, me being a linebacker, me being the mic, man, it's, it's, it's amazing just to see, you know, the guys just never put their heads down and, you know, keep chopping and keep getting better in that.
2: Like through a touchdown that your quarterback was trying to throw away, does that change the mindset of you of like things are just falling our way tonight, things are going well, or does that mean anything at that point in the game?
13: Um, I didn't really read much into it. Um, you know, a touchdown's a touchdown, whether you mean to throw it away or not. Um, but we always talk about starting fast, um, and you know, when we get the ball first, we want to go put seven on the board because um, we know what our defense is going to do. You know. Um, I think, literally first in every single category this year, which is unbelievable. Um, So, yeah, we always just talk about starting fast, and thankfully we did that.
6: Just to follow that, I mean, and this could be for both of you, when Micah makes that play, that interception, tracks it like that across the field, I mean, it it seems like you guys are going to be dominant tonight no matter what, but that was pivotal um, where they're knocking on the door at that point and all of a sudden the ball's back in your hands. What did that mean?
14: Yeah, uh, that that was a big-time play for us defensively. I mean... Michael been making those plays all year. I mean, that's 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 why he's all pro. And uh, I mean, that was a big time play. I went up to him. I was like, "Bro, how did you make that?" And he was like, "I don't even know. I got to go see it." But uh, I mean, I mean, that's that's, that's Michael, man. So, it, like, it surprised me, but at the same time, it didn't because I mean, he always make those plays, man. He come up big for us, and definitely was a momentum swing for us.
10: <laughs>
13: yeah, um, I reached the ball out and everything, which they tell us not to do. Um really wanted that third one, but um we had Tommy Doyle, Doyle score, I think, on the next play. Um so I told him I got tackled on purposes for him. So you got the assist. Exactly, yeah, we'll take the assist on it. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah.
13: Oh cool. Um <laughs> you know, I had no idea, but uh, when you got a quarterback like Josh and a line that's protecting like they are, um, you know, our offense is able to do some special stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just on all cylinders. You know, we always talk about being two-dimensional. Um, the way Motors been running the ball has been unbelievable. Um, the movement of the lines getting up front. Um, you know, it seems like we could have done anything we wanted to out there, um, and that's just a testament to how hard everyone works. Just doing their one eleventh. Um, and there's been a lot of movement on the line, you know, like injuries, guys having to switch positions mid-game. And um, so it truly is a testament to them and how hard they work day in and day out.
9: Awesome. Is back. You <laughs> you, you auditioning for an angry run this
13: before? Man, I thought I was going to get past him. He, he tripped me up a little bit. Um, but I told you I had to throw I had to throw one of them this week. What
9: would Good? you say to people around the country that look at
11: that game and said,
13: Um, I mean, this week or this, this league just a week-by-week week deal. Um, we've seen that this year. There's, it's been a roller coaster, ups and downs. But um, you got to treat every game with a life of its own. You know, you can't just assume that we're going to go out and do the same thing next week. We've got to put in the work every single day when um, we talk about being championship caliber. And that starts tomorrow with the film, correcting all the mistakes um, and just enjoying the win, but at the same time, uh, being ready to move on to the next opponent.
1: How do you guys, how do you guys view the box? rivalry with the
5: patriots there's obviously a lot of history between the franchises but for you guys as players is is there anything extra special about going out there and doing that against new england
14: yeah i mean it's you know this is my fourth year now playing those guys and i mean you definitely feel it you know just in the locker room just in the the community and everything just because based on you know the past the history between buffalo and, and and new england but I mean, man, it, it, it's amazing. I mean, those are the type of games that you wish for. Those are the type of games that, you know, we grew up wanting to be in. And uh, just to have it, you know, playoff atmosphere, I mean, it made it, you know, 10 times better in front of our fans, man. It was loud out there. Uh, they bring it each and every game. So, I mean, it, it felt good, man. The energy always felt good. Justin, yeah. did
3: it feel like the fans, is
5: that any issue with Cole tonight what you could <laughs> say?
13: I mean, we saw dudes shirtless. Um, I mean, that crowd always finds a way to get us going, um, no matter if we're up or down, playoffs or not. Um, Best fan base in the world, not even close.
10: What's the ball feel like, especially off
13: of Josh's hand? I mean, you can't really tell that big of a difference. Um, You know, if you really sat there and, you know, felt felt it, I'm sure there's a small difference. But um, with the way Josh threw it tonight, maybe we should play every game in the... Negative 10, whatever it is, whatever it was tonight.
6: Dawson, Josh had more touchdowns than incomplete passes in this game, and obviously <laughs> you've been very complimentary of him today. But how would you describe him?
13: <laughs> I mean, when you throw more touchdowns than incompletions, I think that just kind of speaks for itself. Um, I think he had like a – what was his pass rating? Like 158, 158. Yeah, I mean, literally perfect. Um, so, I mean – there's not much to be said when you got stats like that.
2: Jermaine,
11: um, all season long, everybody has been talking about how this defense can't stop the run, they can't
9: tackle. Uh, how personal did you guys go out there and, t- you know, the one that shut New England's one game
14: down today? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, criticism is part of the game, you know. So, you know, at, at, at the end of the day, man, we know, you know, what we stand for, you know, defensively, man. And like I said earlier, man, I mean, we take pride in that. You know, obviously, you know, The criticism is going to come, but it it takes a real man to, you know, accept that it takes a real man to to prove people wrong. And I think that's the type of guys we got defensively, man. Just guys that want to go out there and simply get the job done, man. No matter what people say, I mean, we know we got defensively. We know the type of guys that we have on that side of the ball and just on the, the whole team in general. So, I mean, you know, we take pride in that, man. And, you know, obviously a little fire for us. But at the, you know, uh, at the end of the day, man, we just had to find a way to get the job done. And you know, credit goes out to the guys, man. We put, it, we, you know, we work hard. Um, you know, we stress that each and every week, and uh, we're still gonna continue to stress it because it's still a long, long road ahead of us.
0: All right, a big day for Dawson Knox and two Dawson Knox, two touchdowns for him, and he had a big regular season too. Nine receiving touchdowns by him, he ties for most touchdowns by a tight end, and he was the reliable one in today's game. 89 receiving yards, two touchdowns by him. What has impressed you most about his growth over the last couple seasons, especially with how he came on this season and could really be the it factor in certain games? Right.
1: I mean, he was the guy that really became the differentiating part from last year's offense to this year's offense. Yes, he was a part of it last year, but... He's grown into a featured part of this passing game now. And it wasn't that long ago as a rookie where he was having trouble with drops, ball security, things of that nature. And now he is a bonafide red zone threat, a mismatch that opposing defenses have to game plan for. And the Patriots were very hurt tonight by the fact that Kyle Duggar One of their safeties who play in their three safety nickel defense had a club on his Mm -hmm. hand because he had a broken hand tried to play with it, but really could not cover. It's hard to cover and jockey for position with only one hand, let alone make a play on the ball. And so they had to put Adrian Phillips an older safety on Dawson Knox more often than not tonight. It was a mismatch. And it revealed itself pretty early in the ballgame, as we saw. He became the first tight end in NFL history with two touchdown catches in the first quarter.
0: And we'll see more of him in the playoffs, that is for sure. He, We hear about tight ends being the secret weapon in a lot of teams' offenses. Well, he's emerged as one of those for the Buffalo Bills offense. Well, Sean McDermott is 3-0 and in home playoff games, so let's send it right over to him.
3: Sean, seven touchdowns on seven.
15: Uh, Let me just start off by saying glory to God, man. Just uh, praise God for that win. Praise God for the environment out here. Our fans were phenomenal. Um, I want to give credit to our equipment staff and all of our strength and conditioning staff and the sports science staff. They did a great job handling the weather. Um, And our guys came out ready to play, and and the coaches did a a good job getting them ready, and they executed. And uh, that's really what long-winded answer to your – to your short question, but um, just segue into that, and they really came out and executed. You know, and it goes back to the, the week of preparation. Um, so I thought I thought they had a great week of preparation.
6: Complimentary football, Sean, is a term we use. You know, you guys use a lot. Right. How complimentary was that performance? That seems about as you kind of maxed out in that area. Tonight. Yeah, there was
15: some there was high level football going on, Adam. I, you know, we still have plenty to work on though when you, I know the score was w- what it was. Um, but there's a lot in there that is kind of hidden right now that we got to get fixed for next week.
5: Sean, you said what the score was, but the play Micah made early, mm. 7-0 they're driving. First of all, that was some play, and then what it meant to you guys at that moment.
15: Yeah, I mean, that that, that was a pivotal moment in the game. Um, I think it was 7-0 at the time, and that could have been 7-7, and then and it just seemed like it went from there. I mean, it was such a huge play. Um, so by one of our leaders, right, a guy that I, that we that we all count on. So he stepped up at a, at a big moment for us.
5: That, that play? Though, I mean, Jordan described it as maybe the best play he'd ever seen, and that's those two talking. Yeah. Did you? I don't know how much you're looking at replays or whatever, but. What did you
15: see when you saw him make it? Yeah, play? I won't give him that much credit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, from my angle it was a great play. It's, you know, I was telling the guys I can't wait to watch it to get a better feel for um, for really the type of play it was because it's hard to see from far sideline into the far corner, you know, but um, it just seemed like a bang bang play and did great great job tracking the ball.
0: Sean, what can you say about the play of the offensive line lately? They haven't allowed a sack in the past four games, especially given the amount of adversity they've gone through with shuffling guys, losing guys to COVID injuries, things like that. But the way that they're able to protect Josh and um, in the run game and things like that lately.
15: Yeah, um, again, continuity helps that. And uh, and I think they're doing a really good job. And um, there will be bigger tests ahead, as we know, Same, not just for the offensive line, for our entire football team. So we've got to continue to work.
6: seven
15: weeks ago yeah that's a question that keeps coming up um, honestly nothing um, just in terms of his approach his work ethic his focus um, and I I mean he's he's always run like that and uh, he just continues to every every time he gets a chance to run um, he always runs hard and uh, and he plays big plays bigger than he is um, so it's it's uh, he gives us good energy. Sean, what
3: does it mean for you
7: as a franchise to beat the Patriots in this atmosphere?
15: It's one, it's one game. It really is. It's one game. Um, I'm more happy for our fans. Um, it's not often a coach can enjoy the last six minutes of a game um, and kind of look up in the stands and see the fans enjoying it um, at home. And I'm happy for them more than anything. And. Uh, for us as a as a team this year it's it's one game. That's a good football team and they've been at the top for so long um, So we have a lot of respect for them uh, So we just got to keep moving on I uh, just you know, it's just a lot of people having fun it looked like so I you know, I'm happy for them and a lot of hard-working people in this community that get up every morning um, pack their lunch and go to work. And, and, um, and so glad to see that they can enjoy uh, something like that. Sean, do
3: you, you understand that kind of profession, profession, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. sorry. Like when you're in your profession, can you just describe kind of the joy or whatever of being on a journey with somebody like Josh and just seeing the way he's developed over the years and since I've put on a game like he did tonight, just to, just to be alongside on
15: that journey? It's fun to watch uh, young players develop, and um, you know there's a lot that goes into that. And, and number one is is the player, in this case Josh, taking great ownership of his development and um, and his preparation. This week is what led him to to the results you guys saw tonight on the field. Um, I think it's pretty pretty black and white that way.
9: Coach, how impressed were you in all three phases with our special teams offense and defense? Or how physical?
15: Yeah, um again. You know, I just think we were we're doing a good job of executing and that usually comes from practice and, and the detail that we have at practice and the preparation and the focus that the guys have. You
3: were was, a little
15: bit extra excited when you said someone like Tom Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's that's a byproduct of the win. Um yeah, it's, so it's excited for excited for him as a young player to uh experience that and that's uh, good to see.
10: The question I was going to ask earlier off of the fans, I mean, it's, that's an unhinged. You know, that's a, they're they're out there having fun in a way that you guys can't really get into because they can let themselves go. You still have to get through the game. You're worried about next week, but when you do see that, like, what kind of connection can you you've got to make it maybe a little bit of a leap? But what do you think those fans are going through out there? <laughs>
15: <laughs> um, I probably really can't say here. Um, I, th- I think uh, when you share experiences like that, I think it brings you closer together. Just you know, whether you're on a team or it's a connection with the fan base, when you go through things like that, it, it brings it tends to bring you closer together. So, again, I'm you know I'm I think they'll have some fun uh, until the, maybe the wee hours in the morning, maybe with that. Um, so good for them and we're going to get back to work.
3: Yeah, we're
6: follow on that shot. I mean, It was Dawson who said maybe the pregame he looked up and he saw like a guy shirtless. Or <laughs> and maybe in that way they, the players kind of feed off that. Yeah. Is that, a, is that a thing?
15: Energy. Yeah, energy is real. You know, when you got that type of energy. And I mean, you guys know it wasn't exactly 80 degrees and sunny in the stands. And um, it's for the fans to come out um, and support us like they do. Um, at home, on the road, uh, in postseason, here, uh, in whatever the temperature was, and for that for that guy to have no shirt on, um, I, I give him props. I was, I give him credit, man. That's uh, a it's a bold statement right there. But,
10: you know, Josh said at like, one point in the game, he was thinking about it. You
5: know, with everything happening with Brian and Leslie potentially. I know you're not talking on that, but the
10: urgency of right now with the group that you have, the coaching staff that you have. How much does that maybe energize you in a week, of, like you said in practice, where it was so high intensity and so good?
15: Um, with with in
10: just terms of it winning now, I know that's an emphasis already, but just knowing how good of a team you have right now to take advantage of the opportunity.
15: Yeah, I mean, um, we just try and be the best we can every week. Um, that's really what we're trying to do is get better every week. Uh, focus on where we need to improve and continue to carry those lessons forward. Um, that's really where we're at.
6: Is it a little bit of a blessing in disguise, getting to play now on Saturday, and then you know, kind of just sitting back and watching what happens tomorrow, and then having just an extra day to prepare for whoever you have
3: to
15: play? Um, yeah, we just we play whenever they tell us to play. So um, I'm just happy, you know, we won, and um, but we got a lot to work on.
12: I know you can only control what you can control, but tomorrow,
7: watching TV, how much you pittsburgh
15: in order to host a game next week come back yeah you know I've, those are all every team in the playoffs is is really good and um, i've learned never to you know wish for this team or that team and uh, jim johnson taught me that years ago just be careful what you wish for so you always just want to however the good lord lets it play out that's the way it's going to be and we're going to we're going to play a game next week and is all we know right now In I think each game is is really its own uh, its own entity, really. So I don't think so.
10: Okay. Sean, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You won five in a row. There's a lot of people out there that would say. And there's some people who say momentum's not a real thing. That just good teams win and they they're better than the other team and that's how you put these. But can you describe the power of momentum or how you feel uh, in terms of stacking
15: these wins together Uh, again I just think it's it's about a process uh, where we're just trying to improve every week and um, um, you know continue to hold each other accountable and and I think good things happen when you do that and if momentum is a byproduct of that um, maybe that's how that works I just think uh, you know focus preparation all that stuff is is, uh, is what's important this time of year Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Sean McDermott's press conference is
13: brought to you by Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York. The official health plan of the Buffalo Bills.
0: The Buffalo Bills are definitely stacking wins five straight for them. And next is the divisional round. So as we look forward to next week and what's. On the schedule for the Buffalo Bills, I'm sure they'll go back to practice on Monday. Definitely look at the tape uh, tomorrow. But how can the Bills build off of a win and a dominant performance like this? Because you would like the exact same thing to happen, but it's hard for the exact same thing to happen based on how this team played tonight against the Patriots. and there are
1: so many variables in football, as you know. you got 22 people on the field. The matchups are going to be different against whatever personnel you're going to be going against in the future in the divisional round, whoever they're playing, and they're going to be waiting a long time because the Pittsburgh Kansas City game, which is not until Sunday night, is going to largely determine where they're going and who they're playing. So yeah, I mean, tying it up in a bow and making it look like this again is no easy task, especially in the playoffs. You're playing the best of the best in your conference Mm -hmm. this time of year. So Look, we're all hoping for another 40-burger to get hung on the next opponent. Um, Let's just enjoy this for a little bit and hope they can play consistent football. They don't have to necessarily play super-dominating, oh, my God, what did I just watch football? Um, They just have to play consistently, complementary, as we always see them do, all three phases. And if they can do that and execute at a relatively high level, they're probably going to win because when they play consistent football and complementary football, this team is very, very difficult to beat.
0: Yep, and the run game and the way that the run game has been able to get going, I mean, that has been such a nice thing to see. The offensive line consistency, the pass rush, there's been a couple things that have really started to move forward uh, towards the end of the season, and if they can keep it going, I mean, it is truly all three phases firing together, we've seen over the last few games, and we definitely saw it tonight, so uh, we'll see what's up next for the Buffalo Bills. We'll see who they play. We do not know that yet, but we know we'll be right back here next week. So we want to thank you all for tuning in to Bills Tonight Digital. Make sure you guys check out the full version on MSG. I want to say tomorrow, but I can't say tomorrow because it is already Sunday. So (laughs) later in the day, you'll have a full version of Bills tonight with more sound, some highlights and more breakdown of this game. We want to thank you for tuning in. For Chris Brown, I'm Maddie Glab. We will see you all next week. Enjoy the Swin Bills Mafia.